Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. Wow, it's been a long time. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> you did great. You got it. You just questioned yourself and you did great. That's a metaphor right there. <laughs> Go forward with confidence. Well, it really was because I was like, if I just don't think about it, it just rolls off the tip of my tongue. But when I stop and think about every word I'm saying, it's... um doesn't go well (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) well and it's like we've been on um a little hiatus and it doesn't even it really was only we only missed one week's episode but i think we Mm -hmm. recorded our previous episode early so it feels like extra long yeah and then it's like are we really in a relationship with tv anymore because it's been so while so long i don't know Mm. i mean i am I know that you and TV are estranged right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are a little estranged, but I think we're back on track because this episode, we we did something we don't get to do very often, which is give ourselves time to watch two seasons of a show because we really wanted to talk about this show that just ended. The show that I'm weirdly not saying is Industry <laughs> on HBO. <laughs> and... Um, spoiler alert, I think both of us had a lot of fun being able to kind of really binge a show like that. It was fun. But first, we, because of our hiatus, we have a lot of news to catch up on. I'll go first. Did you watch the new, uh, Chippendales trailer? No, I didn't see that it was dropped. Okay, it was dropped. I'll have to send it to you. It's on Hulu and is airing November 22nd and it's like based on the true story of the guy who founded Chippendales played by Kamal Nanjiani and it looks good. It's very Pam, Pam and Tommy vibes, which I don't know if I'm just like relating the two because of their sexual nature. I hope not. It literally did feel, and they're both true stories, but. Mm-hmm. and they're based in other decades maybe that's part of it yeah that's yeah that's another good point the decades thing is a good point but yeah it looks good cool i'm excited to watch it and i'm impressed that oh it's also the from the same creator <laughs> which i just saw as the trailer is like role playing while i'm talking about it so oh my I'm gosh not in, i'm not i'm not insane no in fact i feel like you're very very smart and, and could tell. i am wow well that makes me excited about it because I really liked Pam and Tommy. Me too. Well, it's official. Community is going to have six seasons and a movie. And it's going to be on Peacock. Which means I guess I still have not gotten Peacock. Even though there's a lot of things <laughs> I have and need to watch on it. Um, we should make one of those Twitter accounts that's like, oh, has Jordan no. gotten Peacock <laughs> yet, today? yet? And that's not today. Oh my gosh. Those accounts. Maybe we should. Everyone <laughs> really cares. <laughs> I have lots of time on my hands, so I'll take that up. <laughs> um, and so far, I hope this is a final list, but Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, Gillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, and Ken Jeong are all confirmed to star in the movie. And I actually... I... I love Community, but I've never finished it. I've only watched... I've watched, like, the first three seasons, like, over and over. But I never finished it because oh, it was always... I It always was a huge bummer when Troy leaves. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know. This is this is too sad. But 
I just, it would just be so great if Donald Glover had a cameo. Can you imagine? I mean, Atlanta's ending. He's got time. And I feel like he's just like the hardest person to read in Hollywood. I feel like he still like has good relationships with these people, but he's just so like not public. Yeah. I don't know. I would, I, I like to think, I like to think he's a total mystery. I like to think that he's still at least friendly, you know? Yeah. But, and I don't know, Troy, even before Donald Glover was like Donald Glover, Troy was like, like my favorite character. He's so funny on community and he is like, I don't know. I hope, I have hope that he comes back for the movie. Also, I guess Shirley's not confirmed either. Yeah. I haven't seen her confirmed yet i would like her to be back which is interesting i don't care about chevy chase being back but i want the rest of them there but anyway it's all still very exciting news um i was saving that one for you to share because i a well i know that you're a community head but b i didn't i don't think i knew that you'd never finished it because i think i think i'm right i never finished it either but i've only watched it the one time and I think I still have a couple more episodes where I think it's good. And I just never mm. finished it. It was like a COVID watching with my roommate situation. And then I think we got too depressed to watch <laughs> <laughs> and then never finished it. Um, so I'm like, I think I'm right on the cusp of Donald Glover leaving. So that's another reason why, because I've heard that like, it's not really that worth it to finish. But also I have heard people still had fun the end so yeah i was curious how like an actual community head feels about the movie and if they are excited or not well i guess i'm i mean i'm kind of like a fake community head so i wouldn't even say that i I should real one well thank you i should finish before the movie comes out for sure and i me too maybe we can make it our goal to yeah our 2023 resolution Okay, I saw a picture of the newest cast member of Never Have I Ever, season four. They're adding another man to the mix, of course, um, played by Michael Camino. He's really hot. He's not he um, love, you know, the Love, Simon show that's not called, it's Love something, Love Victor. I think he's Victor. Oh, is he? That's what I saw someone that was like, Love Victor's him, like that name is joining Never Have I Ever. Yeah. I just clicked on the- And he's I'm beautiful. Like, I was looking at a people mag like a people.com article and it had Michael Camino's um name underlined, so I clicked on it and it linked me to this article that's like Michael says he consulted his gay cousin about love Victor role. It was very special. <laughs> that's the quote. It was very special. That's- the quote <laughs> so yeah oh i guess gosh. you're right didn't even realize that he's a well, cutie i've never though. yeah he's i feel like he's a very very beautiful human being the, i've never i never watched picture, love victor me neither i didn't Clearly i didn't I really guess. hear anything about it um but the picture that people used on their article for the never have i ever news i just would have never put the they look so different even though it's the same person he like has like 
a lower tank top and he's wearing this like cool chain and has this cute little <laughs> curl in front of his head and he just looks very sexy and the love victor felt like a child yeah um i wonder how so old yeah. he actually is like playing probably younger for love victor yeah and now he's like i'm a man <laughs> <laughs> but still playing a high schooler. <laughs> I know. Well, there's no way he can look older than what's his name on Never Have I Ever. <laughs> Sorry, Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> You're hot, but you look 35. <laughs> like you are. <laughs> you look your age. <laughs> they dropped the trailer. I guess it's a teaser. I never know because teasers can be kind of long too. But they so dropped... Dumb. They dropped a teaser and or trailer for um, The Last of Us on HBO. That is an adaptation of a very popular apocalypse zombie video game starring Pedro Pascal. And it, so in the, the show, we'll be starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who is um, that little badass queen lady from Game of Thrones who's in a lot of stuff now and it looks really really good and well and also just like melanie linsky oh yes oh I it's like this show was made for you it's i'm so excited and my brother who loves the video game um was saying that some of the cast are the actual people who did the voice and like the motion capture for the video game which is like kind of oh cool. cool so that is really cool the trailer looked it looked really good and it's just like it's it's kind of funny that Pedro Pascal got cast because the plot of the video game is like um, a dad figure protecting a daughter figure. And so it's we the Mandalorian just, without the mask. Yep. We just love to see Pedro Pascal being zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy and zaddy all at once. That's funny. I had so, to explain yeah. what zaddy meant to some people while watching bachelor in paradise the other day oh nice and that's that's <gasps> always fun educational yeah what was what was your definition uh father figures that are hot yeah like and older then it kind of kind of dilf ish yes but that so then we got into a conversation of like well what's the difference between a dilf and a zaddy and i was like that's a great question i feel like a zaddy doesn't always have to necessarily be like a dad I was that's word for word what I was just thinking. Okay, Dilf great. Does, on the same page. Dilf has to be, literally, ha- be a father. Zaddy okay. yeah, is is more of a vibe energy. Yeah, it's more of a vibe. Like they they are old enough to have a child should they want one. Yeah, but also, um, just have an energy that like they could be a dad, but they don't have to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Glad we had that discussion. I'm glad we're on the same page because it could have. We could have, who knows, had different interpretations. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> we haven't discussed that slang vocabulary yet. Yeah, it's true. So I think we're very right. <laughs> I really want to say, well, speaking of zaddies, <laughs> but it's so wrong because my next news is about how King Charles <laughs> put. <laughs> oh my gosh. I basically just did a spit take. <laughs> I just took a drink of water. <laughs> I'm really sorry to the royal family. Um, but bas- I guess a senior royal source, like, stressed. I don't know if they put out a statement or what. 
um about how the crown is a drama and not a documentary because they announced that the next season of the crown is finally coming out on november 9th and Hmm. they just really needed to make sure we all know that it is a drama and not a documentary and although i disagree (laughs) good to know how they feel (sighs) wow that's funny I'm excited. I, yeah. Crown is another one I need to start watching, obviously. But. That one will just, take you a little bit longer than I know. industry. It's a tough one to start, you know. But yes. I know the payoff is all it. very worth it. Yeah. Maybe now it'll be extra funny watching it because I can think of Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen. <laughs> and yeah, see him true. as um, whatever prince he plays. Philip, I want to say. Yeah, you'll be more into it now. Like, you have a quicker hook than I think most people. <laughs> we'll see. I was shocked by this um, and happy that Dead to Me on Netflix is actually coming back for another season in November. I thought it was canceled. Um, Even though it left on a, cl- a like a pretty big cliffhanger from what i remember and i swear i saw something and maybe i don't know if we talked about it that it was like oh dead to me blah maybe we don't know if it's coming back or something but now it actually is so i'm happy i like dead to me okay interesting yeah because i'm i'm like i also saw news about that firefly lane show which has Catherine heigl and i think i'm mixing those up um because i guess that one's coming back for its second and final season which i think is really funny to say (laughs) um but sad yeah dead to me yeah i thought maybe it was canceled or maybe i maybe they said it had one more season i I feel like i feel like i remember being like like sad that it was getting canceled or something okay yeah i trust you but i don't know so may i don't know maybe it like i i have no idea but November that's that's next month that's like also soon so totally I don't know well update on John Hamm in the morning show there's been pictures released of them filming it and it does look like he's going to be a love interest of Jennifer Aniston's which uh we called yeah and wow they're like playing they're like at like Coney Island or something, some sort of carnival situation. And he looks great. Um, oh, Coney Island. I just read the caption. <laughs> I'm so good. And <laughs> it's just really funny. Also, at a, for anyone who listen, who does or doesn't listen to Las Culturistas, I just have to plug that like um, Matt Rogers is like the biggest morning show head. <laughs> like... It's so oh funny gosh. because he like brings it up so every happy. time and I feel like I'm kind of doing that now by being like there's no news actually that I'm talking about but I just have to say that there are photos that were released and <laughs> like he was trying to tell uh Betty Gilpin how like he needs her to be on that show cuz it's like his favorite show and he's always just trying to find roles for Betty Gilpin cuz she's like his favorite actress and also Jordan, you specifically need to listen to that episode because it was so good. But yeah, also I need everyone to. should. I forgot that she was a guest on it, and I really want to hear it. And he's correct. She, it, She's probably the most underrated actor right now, I think. I agree. 
and um the morning show really needs her that could change everything it would be great it'd be amazing you know what i love reese witherspoon but imagine a world where betty gilpin was actually cast as her character Mm -hmm. it would make it would have made more sense because it's kind of like who is this and she's like younger than jennifer aniston like jennifer and reese are almost the same age like that was just weird that would have been good but um I think I said this before when we even were talking about how John Hamm was cast. I ship him and Jennifer Aniston IRL. Like, aren't they both like single, like living the single life? And I think John has a pretty, has a girlfriend and has had a girlfriend for a while. Well, I think they should break up. And I think that he should be with (laughs) Jennifer Aniston because they're age appropriate. They're hot. And Jennifer definitely has like a sense of humor because She's always like, she's like best friends with Adam Sandler. Like, and John Hamm has a good sense of humor too. And he's so mm-hmm. hot. I just think that they need to get together. That's all. I agree. And while we're on this also, if you haven't listened or w- watched any of the clips from John Hamm on Howard Stern, be oh, prepared. Man. They will send you into your grave if you are <laughs> um, sad and horny at all. But like, it's so, they were so good. <laughs> He, like, is a big Real Housewives fan, apparently, and people are freaking out. Well, and it was the way he discusses it is so funny because, like, it's not like someone's like, oh, he, he, a quirky thing about me is I watch the Real Housewives. It's like he's, like, <laughs> discussing plot passionately, yeah. and it's, okay, you are a true fan, yes, and it's really funny. And I, I really like hearing actors discuss like tv too like Same. regular people discuss it. tv it's really great and um yeah i don't know he's just an amazing person <laughs> yeah it's uh, a lot um well speaking of updates things that we're updating on our news segment um <laughs> mr and mrs smith series on amazon speaking of donald glover um cast parker posey which i'm very happy about oh wow cool yeah, that's all about that. Another plug for Peacock is they are going to be releasing a docu series on the dark side of Barney that mm. um, has to do with death threats and drug rumors and intense hatred. I'm intrigued, very intrigued. I like that the order that that's in, like hatred's the worst out of those three things. <laughs> Death threats, drug. What was the drug thing? Drug rumors and intense hatred. And for what? Hatred. I don't know. <laughs> really Selena funny. Gomez's career. I don't know. Selena and Demi fighting on set yeah. or something. <laughs> wow, I'm. It's interesting because that is something like you. I would. You would think that maybe there were like rumors circulating about that for years, but I've never heard anything about any like controversy involving barney so no very intrigued and i there's a trailer that i have not watched again my toxic trait and <laughs> just looking at you it watched right now one what what it. else do you do we want from you you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and it's funny because it looks like so it's called i love you you hate me <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so good. Uh, 
that i don't i, I have it. no words that no words to say wild wow it's great <sighs> my last piece my last piece of news a inside amy schumer is coming back and it's going to be on paramount plus which luckily as we all know i have that one and it's returning so it's coming back this it's it will be its fifth season and it's premiering on october 20th which is really soon actually that is very soon and i also had that bookmarked because i was wondering did we know about this i hadn't heard one thing this it seems like okay this is a brand new announcement and because this headline on e-news is inside amy schumer is officially back and already has a premiere date so i don't really think many people knew about this and it's also crazy because the the show last aired six years ago when it was on Comedy Central. So, wow, it's kind of random, but it was also a funny show. And so I was sometimes a random throwback of one of her sketches will show up like on TikTok or somewhere random, and it it's all very funny. Like she does good sketches, so I'll I'll watch it, and I hope that she hasn't lost her touch. I bet she hasn't. That was a weird thing to say. <laughs> we'll all be watching Amy Schumer. <laughs> Actually, probably well, just me because it's on Paramount Plus and not many people yeah, have it. Yeah, it might just be. <laughs> um, well, in her post about it, she has like a letter to fans. And she says, I wanted to bring back inside Amy Schumer to burn any remaining bridges. <laughs> and then yada, yada, yada. We'll be... We will be airing on the hottest piece of ass, Paramount, <laughs> plus, yada, yada, yada. What does that even mean? Like, exclusively on Paramount Plus, and then it has Scratched Out or whatever underground site you use to illegally stream content. The one part I don't like that she says is, you won't want to miss this show that will finally get me forever canceled. I'm like, can we stop oh, talking about being canceled? I really think that is the cheapest and dumbest joke. Only the people. So I'm going to cancel you for saying it. Well, that joke itself is canceled. That is so. Yeah. Wow, that is funny. Only the. Usually it's the worst people that are still talking about cancel culture. So that's yeah. lazy. You're better than that, I agree. Amy. But still excited. Kind of. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's all my news, too. So good job, us. Great. Like mentioned previously, we are going to be discussing Industry, which has two seasons on HBO. HBO Max? Not sure. One of those. I think it's HBO because every time it would play, though, it would play like the classic HBO intro, I think. Like the oh, static yeah, screen and the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, do it I'm again not going to lie. One more time. In my head, that sounded exactly like it. It did. It like it literally like transported me back to my bed watching this show. I'm shocked. I've tried to do that sound, but I can't. I'm not going to be able to redo it, so I'm not even going to try. Well, good thing we have it recorded forever. <laughs> the reason I think both of us were intrigued by this show was an article that we both saw that said industry is all the best parts of Euphoria and Succession combined, which we're in. Like you say that we're in. We're going to be the judge of that, and we will judge that. Maybe you should give a little spiel on what industry is about, and then we'll go into our top three. Well, that's a hard ask because I never really knew what their job was. <laughs> okay. I know they're it's buying like, things, 
and they're selling they're like they're telling their clients where to invest in like stocks yes like, they're a bank pure point yeah is pure a bank point, that they I know all pure work point out. is a bank and they <laughs> um <laughs> it's like a goldman well, sachs yeah and in season two i figured out um that they don't handle like they're not individual clients money they're working on really it's like businesses money from what i think because of um yasmin starts to go with like to the personal finance sector and that's like a whole different thing so i was thinking that these are more like professional investors down on the main floor is that true your face is saying i think (laughs) my personal take was where yasmin was going is like personal wealth management so like that's like telling people where they should put their money and like how they should what they should do with their money but if they decide oh i want to invest it then they move on to the desk that harper and eric work for where it's like okay here's where i want to invest my money okay that makes sense um but i so i think it's like they can work with clients or businesses i think it was a little bit of both so i don't think either one is wrong that makes sense though but yeah they work for this bank in london and the first season you're following this group of they call their graduates they're like recent graduates and they're kind of they're almost like interns like trying um they all have like a qualifier kind of presentation exam at the end to see who actually gets to stay on like permanently um it's very um like Grey's Anatomy when they're like yes interns and then are they going to be hired on to stay as residents it's funny you say that because I was talking to a friend about industry or I was trying to explain industry and she was saying I've heard that that's succession if Shonda Rhimes did it or something and I was like (laughs) okay that oh what a burn (laughs) (laughs) but when you talk about early days of Grey's Anatomy which was like iconic and so it is true there is totally that element of like how competitive those interns are um it's like it's very much like that um yeah and I love that it's in London it's very fun like even though the main character is American which is confusing (laughs) it was confusing for me at first um but yeah so that's but that's the first season and then season two there's a bit of a time jump and so those grads that we were following in season one are either more established in their job or they're kind of floundering and trying to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to get their lives together and things like that. Yes. Brilliant. Perfect. Um, it, if it wasn't clear already, it's honestly a part of the joy of the show is that you don't really have to know exactly what they're talking about to know that it is dramatic. Mm-hmm. It's very, I mean, especially from the, in the very first episode, it really just drops you into their like very high uh, stress job in this environment. Mm-hmm. And I, even though I was like, oh, I'm lost, but I liked that. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to really work to figure out what's going on. And I was kind of, I was yeah. refreshing. I, I actually really, that was one thing I really enjoyed about the show. Yeah, me too. Um, So for our top three, we are going to name a TV character we would want to be our mentor slash the producer on the desk so kind of like the big man on the desk and like kind of your boss and 
a work crush, of course. We always got to have a work crush. But this, I mean, I think both of us, it was kind. Of, we had to choose someone who would could actually work at Pierpoint, a very intense um, bank. <laughs> it always sounds weird that it's a bank because like that, but that's what they called it. But yeah. it's like definitely more than a bank. It's not like your average bank. Anyway. Yeah. But it made me think of like, I've known people who like worked for Wells Fargo, but they did, they had clients. Like it was like this, like, I think it was kind of more of that personal, uh, wealth invest, like that part of thing. Oh yeah. So I, I, that was like one of the only touch points Guess I I'm, had. <laughs> I'm just not rich enough to get to know my bank that well. <laughs> uh, no, I'm like mobile app and that's the, that's all I'll ever know. <laughs> I've only ever had to go in when I accidentally clicked on one of those stupid phishing emails. <laughs> uh, please, I don't want someone to steal my $1,000. Actually, I think I had less than that, which makes it even more funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> aside from my own personal banking habits. Um, and then also we have to choose a client we would want to work with and whose money we want would want to manage. I can go first and just I'll name my my team, my trifecta. Perfect. Um, I said the client I would want to work with and manage their money is Blair Waldorf. Ooh. She's got lots of it and she can be nice and would be interesting to like take out and like go to dinners and like we could go shopping together. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Yeah love it i can't remember did you ever watch gossip girl yeah another one i never finished but i definitely have watched a lot of gossip girl and i was just thinking about how it's interesting we don't use any of those characters very often no we don't so i I really i I like that choice thank you were you a chuck girly i bet you were yeah unfortunately i was you always like those dark (laughs) the aj mcclain dark energy yes (laughs) it's very (laughs) very easy the path. I, was, I was just running through a list of like the problematic <laughs> crushes you've i know you've had <laughs> pop culture crushes i mean oh that's so yeah funny. it shouldn't AJ be no clean turned out like a gem i think he's a very nice man yeah he's like the best one of the backstreet boys still he so. was just like the bad boy mm-hmm loved it it's just so funny, which I think I've mentioned this before, but like, I don't actually have that problem in my real life. Like I not, I've never fallen for like a bad boy in real life, but anyway, um, my work crush, I said Charlie from girls, um, mm. pre addiction when he was like, cause like he had it in him. He was like working. He had that startup that he started and like, he was very into like that tech kind of culture. So I think yeah. he could do it. He just probably would still develop a drug addiction. Maybe in a little bit of a different way, but um Well, I didn't see any I single would... character that didn't. <laughs> so Yeah, it's true. On industry, literally everyone has an addiction. It's very nonchalant usually too. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like literally actually... just like they never hanging like, out and snorting cocaine. Yeah, but it's it's interesting actually. They never really show like the negative sides of that. Like no one ever really. Ha- they maybe maybe emotionally, but they never like. I don't remember anyone like really ODing or anything. 
so that's interesting yeah very and then finally for my mentor slash desk producer i said heli from severance Ooh, she could be pretty badass i think oh yeah she has the the wardrobe down perfectly i know i was like am i choosing her just because of her office wardrobe (laughs) maybe but i also think that like it's pretty clear in severance that she has two sides to her and um without going into it any further i just think she could do it i think that's a great pick all right who's on your desk who are you working with who are you crushing on well so for my client I said Samantha from Sex in the City. Fun. I think, yeah, like thinking about all the fun ways you schmooze your clients, uh, it would be a blast. She would be hilarious. But she's still, like, a she would help- be appropriate. Healthier version of the one infamous one client lady. on the industry. Yes. She would, she is a prof, because she's very good at her job. Like, she takes her career seriously. She would be professional, but she would be really fun. And I think she would like, she would maybe want to take risks with her investments sometimes, which would be like make totally. things interesting for me as her, you know, whatever I do, trader. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, for my work crush, I, I'm going to have to tell you both of them because I'm really proud of both of them and I can't decide which one's better. Okay, I said, I'll decide for you. The first one is Stewie from Succession. Ugh. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And Dan from Veep. <gasps> okay, also really good. I think I'm going to make you go with Dan because it's different. Where yes. Stewie already is in that investing Yeah, it's a, it's a little role. too close, yes. Dan, they're both really good, but yeah, Dan's perfect. He would be perfect. Mm-hmm. He would He would be so good at this job and like he's a sociopath. He wouldn't have any, like the, <laughs> like the stress of his job wouldn't get to him ever. Um, yeah. And he would actually be probably a horrible person to have a crush on, but he's so hot. <laughs> um, and my mentor, I said Johnny Rose from Schitt's Creek. Um, oh, he, I, well, he, he's, he's a businessman. I think he could handle it. Um, and he would also actually be nice to me, which would be refreshing in this job. <laughs> Yeah, you chose, like, you have a very, like, calm, cool, collective crowd. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dan Egan isn't calm, cool, collective, but, like, still probably less intense than most people. Yes. Just, like, does his job and doesn't really care about other people, which mm-hmm. it honestly is kind of a pro in this peer point work culture. Oh, big time. And... Like he still he like jokes around a lot, so he would it would be like he would he would be fun, he would just be a horrible yeah. boyfriend, yeah. Which is actually that's like, like the perfect recipe for a work crush, I guess. Yeah, just flirty jokes all day. Yeah. Wow. Great answer. Thank you. All right. Overall, how did you feel about industry seasons one and season two? Um, I thought it was a very good show. And I, I think like a lot of people, when I had just like seen it, like in the rotation on HBO as like an option, um, I just, I, I kind of assumed it was like a, a ripoff of succession with like younger characters or something. And it definitely was not, um, a lot of that for me came in with like the internationalness of it. 
which like obviously mm-hmm. in succession it's it is also an international show but like everyone they work with it's all very american um and also the fact that this is not a family business it has nothing like the co-workers situation has nothing to do with family you know so it um and the business itself is not what they do in succession so um immediately it felt like a very different show which surprised me and i liked and um i liked it i still well something that taylor and i both saw was that the the season two last few episodes were rated extremely high on imdb and um they were really great and were like jaw-dropping i still think overall i preferred season one i just liked i liked the grad aspect of it with like them trying to prove themselves and them kind of being new to this crazy job you know and like Mm-hmm. dealing with that those aspects i just really liked those storylines um but season two finished so so great and so many things were like brought back from season one that i did think it was great and i'm very excited to watch another season but i think i preferred season one yeah i also really enjoyed this show i think that season one was easier for me to watch i think it like i was like on the edge of my seat and like watching episodes like it was nothing like all in a row Mm -hmm. no stop um I think season two was a little bit harder for me to watch strictly because of the content was a little bit more in depth and kind of like took more of my brain power than season one like season yeah one I didn't I didn't even really try to understand what it was that they were talking about and in season two they're talking even more intensely about like banking and trading and stocks and all that and kind of expect a little bit more out of you as a viewer uh, which I liked and um, I think it just like took me a little bit longer to get through it because I was trying to like understand more of it and it was just funny though because like there were things I didn't learn until season two where I'm like oh that's what they were talking about in season one and I still don't even fully understand what even happened I will say but I, that's not the point. And I saw an article online that talked about that. And I was like, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone. I think I liked the actual storyline development in season two a little bit more than season one. Um, but I liked both. They're both good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not picking a favorite. I just like them both individually for different reasons, I would say. I like that. Another thing Jordan and I have briefly discussed is that this show has a lot of sex so it's not for not for the people who don't want to watch that it's very graphic i what was oh i had told taylor i was like i think this might be the show that has the most sex i've ever seen taylor did bring up girls and i need your i yeah it's been a while since I've, i've only watched girls one time through and it's been a while and so that's not as fresh in my mind i think that might beat this but yeah, so just just a warning. <laughs> I wonder if there's got to be a website somewhere that's like tracking the amount of time. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. Well, people are having sex in TV shows and like who has the most amount of minutes. I think that something about this, maybe technically girls has more when you, if you add up the numbers. I feel like this one. Well, I mean, girls is this way, too. But it was like I don't it was not very glamorized most of the time. Yeah. Um, and so that made, it just felt, it felt very like raw 
So maybe it seemed like more, you know what I mean? But yeah, definitely. Um, you need to know that going in because, (laughs) well, it's, I think something that's interesting is like succession. Like they, they talk about sex, but there's, you rarely actually see, there's maybe a couple times you see some things. Um, yeah. Succession strictly, but graphic via words. Yeah. And so that was also kind of surprise. If I was expecting a succession type show, it's like, there's actually so many ways it's very different, which I like. Yeah. One thing I noticed, I like really loved the music in season one because it was like all um, like music made for the show and just like, yeah, we knew. And it's really interesting because in season two, it changes and it's like, like songs I know and was like Mm -hmm. not as original scored as the first season. I didn't really notice that, but you're so right. I I really liked in season one how it felt like this whole like I was watching something that like I would it like wasn't part of real life at all kind of like I was it was just like mm-hmm. and it, like it's it's realistic and they even talk about some current events so that's it's but it just feels kind of really contained and you're right about season two I one of my notes in industry is I like the Stranger Things music. <laughs> because <laughs> there's sometimes it really sounds like a little stranger things things in a way that i really really enjoyed yeah that's a really good comparison it's very synthy yeah yeah it's like i wonder part of it was like it's it's set in modern times but it almost gave it kind of an 80s like a vintage feel to it in a weird way mm-hmm. like that music did and it felt um this is weird but like they're in there so much of it takes place of them on those at their desks and it felt kind of like it made it feel like a really shiny show I I can't think of another way to describe it like the music sounded shiny and um and so then in season two yeah when they're having like real songs songs with lyrics it was like Mm -hmm. it actually it made it feel like a totally different show and I I, I didn't put that together that's such a good observation thank you yeah, I can't, I wish I would have written it down, but there's like, I think it might be the first episode of the second season. It like ends with this like very iconic song and it was like, took, took me out of it for a second, but then I was like into it and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like they just picked good songs. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything that didn't work for you or that you didn't like? I mean, I, it's weird. I can't think of something off the top of my head. I don't necessarily think this show is like perfect. I think sometimes maybe it would feel a little over dramatic compared to other times when it was more like straightforward. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just think it was like really well done. And I think the acting is all good. Um, I guess the, I think what was hard for me to get into season two was the first episode. There's a lot of like over long talking and explaining setting things up and I that really was shocking to me because season one literally drops you in in the middle of a stressful work environment yeah and in season two it's like COVID is a real thing in this show which was interesting and it's like Harper the main girl the main character she her boss is like on the phone he's like I know you've been working from home for this many months but it's just time to come back and we like like just like I was like okay I probably well and we talked about this too it's like we would have picked up on that if they just kind of show don't tell so that was kind of shocking to me in a way that I was like this doesn't even feel like the same show um Mm -hmm. but 
I got it. They, I feel like they stopped doing that. That was like really just to set the the scene for the new season, I guess. But it was like I didn't like that. Yeah, it was really interesting because the show is set in like modern day times and also handles and deals with like modern day topics and issues. Like they talked about Trump a lot. They talked mm-hmm. about um, they talked about Dogecoin. Like they talked yeah. about cryptocurrency and like um elon musk probably and like so that was really interesting and kind of fun um having them like talk about real life events so it was like felt like you were watching something kind of like the crown i guess but like in a different way but like i just thought that that was fun um it's funny because there's this writer for uh vanity fair that jordan and i both love rylaws at rylaws And it's weird because I feel like he's watching everything that we're watching at the same time, which is, like, so random. But he's watching Survivor right now, like Jordan. Yes. And he's also been watching Industry. And he tweeted this a couple days ago. And I wanted to send it to you, Jordan. But I was like, no, I'm going to bring it up on the podcast and see what she thinks. I think I saw it. You probably did. He said, I I don't understand any of the character motivations or choices on industry. They seem to be entirely different people episode to episode. I thought that was funny because I was like, I guess maybe I can see that a little bit, but I think that's kind of why I like the show because I really have just no idea how anyone's going to handle anything. Yeah. I, yeah, I did see that tweet and I thought it was funny because it's, I do agree, but it's also like at other times I'm like, I still can tell when a character Like, I still feel like I know these characters, you know, so they're not, like, that inconsistent. But I can definitely see that um, with some, like, relationships. Like, something Taylor and I were talking about was, like, Harper's relationship with the character Robert is so confusing because she kind of has a crush on him. And then they're really only platonic and I have no evidence that she still has a crush on him but then suddenly she does again and then he kisses her like it's just like what and then Mm -hmm. season two i'm just realizing too that like they start off in one like kind of a relationship with each other and then by the end i don't even haven't really seen them interact for the rest of the season i was just like well that's kind of weird they like live together and yeah we still don't really see them yeah so yeah, just so there. I feel like some of the relationship things. I do. That's maybe another um, critique I would have is that some of the relationships are hard to track, which is like that also kind of like to be my own devil's advocate. That's also kind of like realistic, where like some sometimes really like real life relationships are not linear, you know, and like they're evolving or fizzling or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but if you were following this core group of like five characters who really, they all are still it seeing each other every day, like you'd think there would be some consistency there. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like my main takeaway is like all of these characters are like doing things that are like amoral. They aren't able to like be them, fu- be their full selves or like be super vulnerable or like show any insecurities because they're having to be like super on every time they're working and kind of have poker faces for their Mm -hmm. job and it's kind of required um so I think that's an interesting aspect is like none of them are able to really fully 
get into like any sort of relationship where they show any of those insecurities or vulnerabilities. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they do, it's kind of like my favorite parts because we rarely get to see it. And so I think that kind of adds to the like, why are these people choosing these things? We still don't really know because we're barely even getting to know any of them. Yeah. It's true. And it's a good, I know it's a good show because I'm equally interested in like the business storylines and like their, the personal storylines. Yeah. Same. Good point. It's good. (laughs) We had fun. (laughs) Okay. Who's your crush of the week? Well, my crush is from a different thing. Oh, let's hear it. It's one of our, it's a good friend of ours, but I was just so, (laughs) I was just so delighted by his performance. I watched Hocus Pocus 2 this weekend. How was it? You know what? I liked it. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of hate for it, but Mm -hmm. I, I thought that I thought the plot like were, it worked for me. Um, how they set this whole thing up and I felt I thought it felt kind of like the first one. The first one, it's like if you have never seen it and you watched it as an adult, you'd probably be like, "Okay, great, a kids movie," you know. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, this is like a new one for for kids now." And I thought everyone in it was clearly having a blast, and I thought it was very cute. I liked it. It did, it worked for me, and I just want to I want to give my crush this week to Tony Hale, our good <gasps> friend. He is so Fun. he plays he is. It's not really a spoiler at all, but he has he has he plays two characters in it, and it he's so funny, and he seems like he is having everyone seems like they're having the time of their lives. Richard Splett is also in it, also being just silly and wow. having fun, and I thought it was very cute, and I I mean I prefer the first one because I've seen it my whole life, you know. Yeah, but I didn't think I was expecting it to be horrible, kind of, you know and feel bummed mm-hmm. out by it but i actually i thought it was pretty fun good i love that had a yeah. good time yeah okay good to know well i'm gonna go back to industry and say that my crush is jd Plus. he shows up in season <laughs> I was two i was actually scared i was like okay who's she gonna say because <laughs> i think i think that this show while they're everyone in the show is like attractive some of the girls are very stunningly beautiful all the guys i feel like sometimes the show needs like a really hot guy here and there this show doesn't really have one no <laughs> not all the and time like, but that shows how good the show is that you don't need just like really really hot people you know yeah yeah it's true and like i would say there's probably like one character they brought in oh that's yeah hot and DVD. now he's out so yeah anyway jd plus <laughs> shows up and Although he's a very quirky character and like has some questionable style choices, um, <laughs> I just love when a Duplass shows up. So I yeah. was pleased, and he has really good chemistry with Harper. And also, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure it out, but like their chemistry in general. But mm-hmm. it, he was a great addition, and I really liked it. And it really is so fun to like intermix the Americans amongst the English because like as I'm watching the show like I didn't even realize that like one of the main characters Eric like he's not he's American and I like didn't even realize it until like halfway through like when he was like talking about something I was like oh yeah like he's (laughs) also an American yeah well because he seems so established compared to Harper who feels like an outsider 
you know yes yes, so, yes, yes. that's so funny that's so true wow yeah i mean i actually think eric is a good looking person yeah he is and i actually know him and- from lost as well and so he was oh. a fun but that's another that- thing that we didn't really talk about is like most of these people I've never seen before, which is a fun addition to the show. Cause I feel like, yes, it's pretty rare for us to watch a show where we don't already have like actors that we know and love from other TV shows or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Well, even like Jay Duplass coming in to season two was kind of surreal. It's almost like the changing music where it's like, Oh, now it feels like there's a person I recognize from a bunch of other things. And so yeah, like, like maybe it got popular enough that they could afford that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or like it almost it changed the show into being like more grounded in like other shows I know and like songs mm-hmm. that are real in the world, you know, and where season one was like felt so separate from everything else because I didn't recognize anyone. The music was so unique. It's in another yeah, country, like all this stuff. So, yeah. But I, I like when different seasons of different shows feel really different, too, so. Yeah, I do, too. Anyway, good good crush choice. Thank you very much. And there you have it, Industry, seasons one and two, streaming on HBO, wherever that may be for you. Next week, we are talking about Rami, which is streaming on Hulu, so catch up and watch with us, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.